Um, I just want to share some thoughts this morning on thankfulness. You know, I believe in the power of thankfulness. And uh, very often it's very easy in life when circumstances aren't going the way that we hoped they'd go or we think the way we plan. It's so easy to get discouraged at times. It's so easy to, and if we're not careful, we can get quite discontent and, you know, I feel feel quite down. But I just believe there's, you know, there's a power in being able to um, find thanks in and through all things. And, um, you know, there are many benefits with thankfulness, uh, scientifically proven. Um, the first one is our relationships grow and our relationships um, last longer as well because you appreciate people and people appreciate you. And there's a long longevity with relationships. It opens up doors with relationships. Um, another one is uh, it physical. Physically, um, it's proven that people that are thankful generally take more care of their bodies and look after themselves. And third, third one is this: it enhances our mental health. Anybody want some help with their mental health, especially right now in the season that we're in? You know, I want to encourage you to listen in because uh, being thankful is helpful, helpful for that as well. And um, fourth one is this: it reduces uh, aggression and increases empathy. We get we, we're less frustrated in life, and we can actually listen to um, listen to uh, others and empathise more. And also, anybody want more sleep? Yay! If you want better sleep, fill your life with thankfulness, you know, and um, it's so, so important, I believe. Anybody want better self-esteem? Apparently, scientifically proving putting thankfulness in your life, filling your life with thankfulness will help your self-esteem. It not only elevates you, but it helps you to also lower your, you know, social judgments of people, how you perceive people because you've got more contentment within yourself. And also it allows more patience in your life. When you're content in yourself, you feel fulfilled in yourself, then, you know, you're not as concerned about other people or things going a certain way and you're able to develop patience. And the last one as well, you know, when we go through difficulties, when you fill your life with thankfulness, it's proven people that are thankful actually overcome and get through these things in a way that people that are not thankful seem to um, remain in the situation and circumstances. You know, I want to, you know, share a scripture this morning. I hope those benefits speak to some of you. They speak to me. I want to share a scripture this morning and a passage from the Bible as well um, where somebody encounters Jesus. The first one is from 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18. And it says this, it's Paul writing. And Paul, you know, was a follower of Jesus. He, he loved Jesus. Uh, he encountered Jesus. Um, but he finds himself through all different, you know, scenarios and situations. Circumstances aren't always good, um, or or maybe he didn't perceive them as good. But he writes this: Rejoice always. That's a challenge. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So Paul's saying, you know, I want to encourage you. He's writing to people from a place of lockdown. He's writing whilst he's in prison. And Paul has learned some secrets about maintaining um, and understanding God's will. I like what it says in there. It says it's God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if it's God's will, then God, I believe, will empower you and equip you to do this. So I want to just share a, a scripture where we find a character in the Bible who encounters Jesus, okay? And I I don't believe you can do this without um, an encounter with Jesus or knowing Jesus. Um, 
And I want to share it from Luke 17 verses 11 to 16. It says this. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there he met ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourself to the priests. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down at his face, on his face, at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, We're not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? We're, the, we're not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner. And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. You know, the circumstances when we look at these characters in the Bible here, these lepers, um, you know, they would have been limited by their circumstances, their situation. You know, a leper was not allowed in those days. If they were a leper, then they were isolated uh, from the community. And until they were healed, they were not allowed to back in. And that's why I said go to the priest, because the priest was the one who authorised and you know, showed that they'd been healed and would authorise them to go back into the community. So when, it, when, when they come across Jesus, I find it quite interesting because although there are various limitations and circumstances um, in their lives... There are also some barriers that have already come down. So, for example, a Samaritan and a Jew would not generally mix. They were seen as enemies. You know, there were many things that had gone on previous to that. And, you know, there was not this um, love between each one of them. Yet, in this situation, although their circumstances weren't great, what we find is there are a Jew and a Gentile praying together. You know, just think about that for a minute. A Jew and a Gentile or a Samaritan praying together. So, you know, it, it, it just wasn't known. Yet, what I find when I look at this is this, that the pain and the suffering brought down those barriers. You know, we're in a season right now where, you know, there, there are many people that are sick. There are many people that are, are dying and it's, you know, it, it's a tragedy. And um, But it's also... What I'm seeing is this, I'm seeing barriers coming down. I'm seeing people's attitudes and where there's been a lot of division in the nation, there seems to be a coming together, a uniting, a putting those things aside so that we can actually, um, you know, work together. I'm also hearing people praying more and more in, in this season. Um, yeah, when I look at this, I also see some things happen, some things that happened to the nine that didn't happen to the one. And um, I find it amazing that he, um, he happens to return and come right back to Jesus. And um, I love how Jesus in all of this just removes these barriers. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't judge them. He just accepts them and he heals them and he loves them. And he shows you, shows you his grace and his love towards them. But I believe something happened to the one that didn't happen to the others. And um, I believe that's because he'd cultivated a, a different attitude in his heart and he put Jesus first 
um, rather than all the other things in life. You know, when he got healed and he saw that he's, um, he, he was healed, he says as soon as he saw, he went to Jesus. And I believe he went to the source uh, of where his healing came from. He realized this was the most important thing in life um, above everything else. And I'm sure he would have, you know, had um, going back home, he would have been popular. I'm sure he would have had people wanting to Instagram him and Twitter him and TikTok him and everything else. So they put him on a platform and look at this man, he's healed. And he'd have all of that, but none of that mattered. What mattered is the lover of his heart, the lover of his soul. And he goes back to Jesus and um, I believe he receives something deeper um, because um, Jesus says to him arise go your way your faith has made you well and I believe he receives a deeper healing I believe his heart is healed not just a physical healing like the others but he, he has a deeper sense in his own heart and soul that he's made well with God and I believe that is the most important thing in life is to be right with God to know God's peace and to know God's joy is the source of all things and um, that is what God what Jesus makes available for all who put their trust in him not only obey him but put their trust in him through faith in Jesus Christ and um, I believe Paul also discovers this in the New Testament because he finds himself as he writes rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances you know I believe there was a hope in Paul that Paul discovered and I believe there's a hope in each one of us each one of you listening in right now and that hope is found in Jesus Christ. It's found when you receive Jesus. It's found not only in you to carry you through this season, but it's there so heaven can be released in Christ as you put your faith in him in and through um, all things. So I believe Paul discovered this, the source of all life, just like the leper discovered it. And Jesus is the hope of the world. He's the source of all things. You know, Jesus actually taught, it says, if you put your trust in him, he said rivers of living water would flow. What is he saying? He's saying the source of all life will be given to you and it will rise up inside of you and you will find refreshing, you will find contentment, you will find love in this river. And um, it's a spiritual thing that Jesus offers. When you put your faith in him, this Holy Spirit comes into your life and empowers you and I believe that's why Paul said it's God's will for you and God also equips you to do it. So I want to just share some things because I believe Jesus wants to remove limitations off our life. Like he removes them out of the leper's life, he wants to remove them out of our lives. And I want to give you some things I believe you can do to cultivate this heart or this attitude of gratitude. Because I believe it's one of the most powerful things you can do. And it'll help you to get, not only get through, it'll help you to overcome. And I believe God wants us to grow in this attitude of gratitude. And just a few things to finish with. The first one is this. I want to encourage you, focus on what you have. Now it's very easy to think, ah, oh, I wish I had this or I wish I had that or I wish I had a new new phone or new car and you know, they're not bad things, not evil, but just watch that they don't get your attention off the source. You know, the thing we should be thankful for, the things that we do have. I am a child of God if you believe in God. I am loved by God. I am accepted by God, like the leper. You know, Jesus does not put barriers in my life, but he's removing barriers out of my life. He's empowering me, 
Give thanks to what you do have. You know, there are some things in the daily you have. You're alive. You have friends or, you know, uh, you, you have family. You have a job. You've got, even if you've just got the clothes on your back, you've got clothes on your back. Give thanks to focus on what you have. Secondly, is don't compare. You know, I, I find myself doing this on many occasions. You know, even when we've done this church online, what we're doing now, it's so easy to compare. You know, and it can bring so many insecurities out of us. It, it, it can make us feel insecure. Um, and if we're not careful, we can envy what people have got. And we can all of a sudden begin to become or happy or discontent because we haven't got and they've got and we haven't got and it, if it's if you're not careful it becomes like a toxin in our lives and uh, it's not helpful so be careful with comparing the only thing i believe we should compare to is jesus christ look at what he's done for you and focus on him uh, third thing is this pray with thanksgiving paul says in that scripture one thessalonians he says pray continually giving thanks in all things you know i don't know about you but sometimes i find find myself talking to God and forget to thank him for things. I even thank, forget to thank him for the things I have. I, fa- I forget to thank him for the, 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 the prayers he's answered, that I just move on. And I want to encourage you, cultivate thanksgiving in your prayer. Rather than a, you know a asking for things, or just cultivate thanksgiving. Father, I thank you for what you've done, and begin to cultivate that heart in your life. Fourth thing is this, examine your thoughts and um, um, I know sometimes I find myself having negative thoughts or, you know, things I'm not happy with. And all of a sudden, out of the overflow of my heart, because things have upset me, I begin to murmur or I begin to complain. And I find myself moaning and complaining and moaning. And, and I think, I don't want this. Is how I want to live. No, no, no. Examine your thoughts. Have a look what's coming out of you and um, what should be coming out of us. It's not murmuring and complaining, but love and forgiveness and kindness and grace towards others. You know, it takes time to cultivate that. But what I encourage you, just examine your thoughts. Watch what's coming out. Have a listen. And the last one is this. Agree with God. You know, I believe this leper, he agreed with Jesus. Jesus said, go and show yourselves to the priest. Now, that leper was not healed at that moment Um, as he looked at himself physically but as he went it says he saw he was healed i want to encourage you you know with this mindset this faith mindset agree with what god says you know god says i'll set you free god says i'll remove the barriers god says i'll heal you god says you're forgiven god says many things in scripture and sometimes we don't feel like that because we're just here and we've, we've had the past and we've been affected emotionally and psychologically by life and circumstances. But God's saying, I understand that and I accept you, but I'm moving you on to another place now. Come into agreement with God. Come into agreement with his righteousness through faith in Jesus Christ. Right standing with God. That brings peace with God. If nothing else, accept Jesus's Uh, forgiveness in your life accept that you're a sinner and you need his forgiveness in your life and allow his peace to rule and allow the joy to come through knowing Jesus acceptance now I want to say this to you don't settle for anything less agree with God in your life and give thanks by faith for what he's done you know just like the leper accepted what Jesus said and as he went he saw he was healed and he went back to the source of Jesus the lover of his soul 
you know, I can appreciate sometimes life isn't always easy and uh, we don't feel like giving thanks. But I believe those are the best seasons to give thanks in. Not because of our circumstances. We don't give thanks for circumstances sometimes. But what we do do is give thanks for the God who's in the circumstances with us. Who wants to encourage us and strengthen us and build us and release more of him in and through it all. I believe it'll do this. If you can give thanks through difficult times, just like good times, it will build a reservoir inside of you. A reservoir is resilience so that when you go through difficult times again, you've built a resource inside of you. You've built a foundation of putting your trust in Jesus. And uh, I believe not only will you carry through, you'll overcome the circumstances. You'll see things differently because you've filled your life with thanks and you have a different perspective on these things. And I encourage you, last little challenge here is this. Try and go one day without complaining. Just one day. See if you can do it. You know, do it in your life. Do it with somebody you know. Say, hold me to account. I'm going to go a day without complaining. Challenge you to do it and build that thankfulness in your life. I'll guarantee not only will your relationship with God grow, but you'll grow yourself and um, in many other ways as well. You know, I want to finish with this story. It's a story by a man called uh, Matthew Henry, who was a famous um, Bible commentary. He wrote a famous Bible commentary. And uh, one day he's going down the road and he, he um he comes across someone. He actually gets robbed, and uh, they actually they take his wallet. Right, they they take his wallet off him, and he's you know quite upset. So he's on his way home, feeling sorry for himself. And as he gets home, he thought, you know what, I'm going to write some things down about today in my diary. And he starts off, and he said, I'm actually going to find things I can be thankful for. So the first one he wrote down was, I want to thank you, Lord, that. I've never been robbed before. This is only the first time. Then he looks again and thinks, what else can I be? Lord, I thank you that um, they only took my wallet and they didn't take my life. Lord, I thank you that, you know, they took all that was in my wallet, but really it's not very much. Three things. I'm thankful that I've never been robbed before. I'm thankful that you didn't take my life. I'm thankful it's not much. And finally writes down, Lord, I thank you that he was the one that did the robbing and not me. And what a sad place to be if someone's having to do the robbing, he thought. You know, he wrote these four things down that he could be thankful for. You know, in all circumstances, we can find things that we can be thankful for. You know, I want to finish with a scripture. It's from Philippians 3 verse 8. And it's Paul writing, I believe, as Paul discovered this lesson, it was like the lesson of the leper who realised the source of all things came through Jesus Christ. Paul writes this, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, So that I could gain Christ. In other words, Paul's saying everything he's learnt in life, everything he's tried to do in his own strength, he's realised that it won't get him anywhere. What will get him somewhere is Jesus Christ, the source of his soul, the lover of his soul. He's the one who will strengthen him. And he's the one who we should love and worship above all things. 
You know, I'll read that scripture again. Thessalonians 5 verse 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Can I encourage you this week? You know, take some time to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. There are many benefits in your life if you'll do this. And uh, my encouragement for you is this. Grow in that this week. You know, I want to just pray for you before you finish. Father, I thank you that we've got much to be thankful for. Just like when you healed the lepers, you didn't leave the lepers. They asked for help. Show mercy, Lord, and you showed mercy. And Lord, I thank you that you've shown mercy on all of humanity. Even though we are sinners, you've come and you've offered mercy to all of us. Lord, may that mercy continue to flow into people's lives. May they know that love and that compassion and that forgiveness. That it removes every barrier. It removes every circumstance that's between us and you through faith in Jesus. Lord, help us to have a different outlook on life as we give thanks, as we rejoice, as we trust in you. Father, I pray that you grow each one of us. Release heaven, I pray, from the inside, Lord, in the name of Jesus. 